Jojo. What are you doing? Oh, hey, Jimmy. I'm sitting here and I am waiting for some food. Yeah, food. I'm hungry. Hungry. So hungry. When he comes. When he comes. Food. Hungry. Um, or is someone supposed to bring you some food? Or did you order some food? No. Uh, I just uh, thought in my head. I am very hungry. And then uh, I thought it would just happen. Food would be here. Now. See. Now. Um, doesn't really work that way. You see, you need to ask somebody for food, like me, or if you are at a restaurant, like a waiter. Or you could just make it yourself. Oh, but I don't know how. How do you make food? I thought I thought it was like magic. You just wait and you say it in your head, and I think banana, and then banana is in front of me. Ah! Is that how it works? No, that's not how it works. I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you a story, and then I'm going to teach you how to make a sandwich. Would you like that? Uh, it, could it be a banana sandwich? It most certainly can be a banana sandwich. Okay. Uh, what kind of story? A very good story about leprechauns. Oh, okay. I love leprechauns. They're so tiny and wee and funny. Hey, I like it, and I'm hungry. Okay. Here comes the story. Okay. I'm ready. The Leprechaun of Desmond by James Oakes Dermot the Leprechaun was having a very bad morning. He had woken up very early because of a crazy rooster who had wandered into his yard and decided to wake him up. And he woke up with such a start that he banged his head on his bedpost and stubbed his big toe when he jumped out of bed. Groggy and in pain, he went to the kitchen to make tea and burned his thumb on the tea kettle, only to discover that he didn't have any tea, and he would have to go to the leprechaun market to get some more. He was very angry and in pain, so he decided to take a shower and head off to the market. But his water was too cold, and he jumped out of the shower only to stub his other big toe. Now he was wet, tired, and in pain. This was the worst morning Dermot had ever had, and that included the time that his two annoying cousins, Donal and Donald, stayed the weekend with him. Who names their kids with names so similar, he thought to himself, as he remembered that annoying weekend. The memory only caused him to be even more agitated. So he got dressed and he pulled up his pants, only to hear a loud ripping sound, and he realized that he had just tore his brand new pair of pants. He quickly tried to patch the hole, and he stabbed himself with a sewing needle three times. Now Dermot was furious. He looked up to the ceiling and screamed, Why is this happening to me? But his voice was so loud that it broke the roof and caused a big mud puddle that had collected the night before to fall on him, covering him with mud and some frogs that had decided to take a bath in the puddle. Now Dermot was tired, wet, in pain, and covered in mud and frogs, and pretty hungry. He didn't dare touch the stove, as he knew that would be another disaster. So he grabbed an apple from the table and was about to take a big bite when he heard a small voice 
of a worm, say, Hey, what's the big idea? This is my new home. As angry as Dermot was, he carefully put the apple down, not to disturb the worm in his new home, and then stormed out of the house on his way to the leprechaun market, even though he was tired, wet, in pain, covered in mud, and very, very hungry. This angry condition was very unusual for Dermot, because he was known as one of the nicest and friendliest leprechauns that anyone had ever met. He always had a smile on his face, and he always greeted everyone with a tip of his hat and a grand hello and a have a very nice day to you. In his free time, he helped lost animals find their way home. He fed baby kittens when their mothers were out for the day doing cat things. He made toys for sick leprechaun children to make them feel better, and food for anyone that was hungry, or even for people who were just a bit peckish, which means only a little hungry in fancy talk. In fact, Dermot was such a good person that he had been selected by the king of the fairies himself, Finvara, to be the ambassador to Desmond, since relations had eased up since the visit from Eleanor Fitzmorris, Queen of Desmond, and her friend, Geoffrey O'Donoghue, the Prince of Glenflesk. But today Dermot could only think about getting some tea and maybe some gooseberry cakes and a new pair of pants— perhaps a fancier pair with a stripe down the side, and a shower, and a towel, and finding a certain crazy rooster and giving him a proper talking to. Dermot strode down the path, mumbling to himself, just as Eleanor Fitzmorris, Queen of Desmond, and Geoffrey O'Donoghue, the Prince of Glenflesk, were walking into the forest on the very same path. Eleanor and Joffrey had set out that morning to do some royal cataloging. Eleanor thought it would be a good idea to have a record of all the forest creatures and a bit of a description so people knew what to expect when they went into the forest. Geoffrey thought this was a grand idea, and he was also very eager to see his new friend Finvara, king of the fairies, once again. Dermot was almost on top of Eleanor and Joffrey when his foot caught a root sticking up on the path and he fell face forward into the dirt. He was so distraught, tired, wet, covered in mud, and very, very hungry that he completely forgot himself and screamed at the top of his lungs, I hate everything! He then stormed off, not even seeing Eleanor and Geoffrey, who were quite surprised by this spectacle. Let's catalog that, said Eleanor. Okay, said Geoffrey. That was a wee man who looked very tired, said Eleanor, who was also quite wet, said Geoffrey, and covered in mud, said Eleanor. I think it was a leprechaun, said Eleanor. I've never seen a leprechaun before, said Geoffrey. Well, they must be very dirty and angry said Eleanor. Put that in the description. Leprechauns are always wet and always angry. That's a very good description, said Geoffrey. Just then, a flash of white light appeared, and a man whose hair may or may not have been on fire stepped through with a big smile on his face and large antlers that seemed to replace the fire hair. 
It was Finvara, king of the fairies. Finvara, the children screamed. Hello, children. What do I owe the honor of this visit? said Finvara. We wanted to visit you, said Geoffrey, and I wanted to catalog things, said Eleanor. Well, I am very glad you came for a visit. And what have you found on your cataloging adventure? asked Finvara. We found that oak trees are very tall, strong, and old, said Eleanor. We found that the possum family is doing well, and the newest baby is healthy and cute, said Geoffrey. We found that gooseberries are very tasty, said Eleanor. But I already knew that, said Geoffrey. That's wonderful, said Finvara. What else did you discover? We found out that leprechauns are always wet and angry, they both said in unison. What? said Finvara. Leprechauns aren't always wet or angry. I'm sure they do get wet and angry from time to time, but for the most part they are quite nice, dry, and a lot of fun at parties. Well, maybe just this leprechaun was angry and wet, asked Eleanor. I don't know any really wet or angry leprechauns. How tall was he? asked Finvara. He was a, a wee one, about this high, said Eleanor, holding her hand below her knee. It's that one over there, said Geoffrey. Eleanor and Geoffrey turned their heads to see a wee leprechaun holding the hoof of a small fawn who had thistles stuck in it. He plucked the thistles out and sent the thankful fawn on her way. Hello, King Finvara, a smiling Dermot said with a tip of his hat. Hello, Dermot. Finvara turned to Eleanor and Geoffrey and said, Dermot here is my new ambassador to Desmond. Dermot, I would like you to meet my friends, Eleanor Fitzmorris, Queen of Desmond, and Geoffrey O'Donoghue, the Prince of Glenflesk. I don't believe I've had the pleasure, said Dermot with a tip of his hat. It's very nice to meet you, said Eleanor. We saw you before, and we thought you were angry and wet, added Geoffrey. We heard you say, I hate everything. Oh, my, said Dermot. I'm so very sorry. I have been having a dreadful day. A crazy rooster woke me up way too early, and I stubbed my toes, and I didn't have any tea, and I ripped my pants, and I stabbed my fingers, and got quite wet and muddy. I, I must have let it get the better of me. Will you ever accept my apologies? Of course, said Eleanor. Don't think about it for a second, added Geoffrey. And as my first official meeting with the new ambassador, may I offer you a royal towel and some tea. Eleanor produced the towel and thermos filled with tea that her mother had sent her off with to Dermot. And I have some gooseberry cakes for you, said Geoffrey. Dermot was overcome with emotion and thanked Eleanor and Geoffrey, saying, I have never met two nicer people in all of my life, except for my dear mother and father, but certainly nicer than anyone I am not related to, especially my cousins Donal and Donald. Finvara and the children laughed. Finvara said, You see, children, it is never a good idea to jump to conclusions about people. You never know what's going on in their life the moment your paths cross. It is always a good rule to greet everyone with respect and a smile. That is what Dermot has taught me. The children agreed, and Eleanor said, Dermot, 
Since you are the new ambassador, would you show Jeffrey and I around the forest and help us catalog things properly? What a wonderful idea, said Dermot. I have so many friends I would like you to meet. And the king, the children, and the wee man strode off down the path and deeper into the forest to make some new friends.